There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. To my phone because I got the Harvest app. You can read the Bible through a year. The same Bible reading plan I use is the same one that's in our app. Let's say it together, everybody. I'm in my year of Jubilee. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name. Amen. So, God, we tell you that we are open and we are ready. Speak to us, God. Let it be a divine detox online today, God. Have your way and get the glory out of everything. Let every platform be touched. Let those in the buildings be touched. God, we are expecting you're going to speak to us. Don't let us leave the same way. Take out what needs to take out of us and put in us what needs to be put in us, God. We tell you that we are open and we're ready. What does that mean? There won't be any resistance from us. There won't be any resistance from us. Come on. Can you drop that in the comments in the building? You say, say, I won't resist. I won't resist. I won't resist. There won't be any resistance from us, God. We are open and we are ready in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody, just release a praise right there for three seconds. Come on, three, two, hallelujah. Come on, grab a seat. Let's go to work. So this month's series is called Divine Detox, and a divine detox is both the spiritual and natural process and period of time to abstain and rid oneself of toxins. It's a spiritual and natural process. Spiritual deals with the root, natural deals with the fruit. If you only deal with the fruit, that means that the root will still allow new fruit to grow. If you only deal with the root, that means, watch me, the fruit that has already grown, that it will begin to spoil. So we have to deal with both sides. We've got to deal with both sides, spiritual and natural. We're going to make sure your root is good so that way your fruit is always good. We're going to make sure that your root is right so that your fruit is right. And it's a process and period of time. Do abstain. This means there's certain things that you cannot do when you're in a detox. Certain places you can't go. Let me help explain some of your life. There are certain things that because you wouldn't cut it off voluntarily, God had to cut it off involuntarily for you because there are certain things when you're detoxing you have to abstain from. Uh-oh, let me help make it clear for some of you. There are certain jobs that God said, uh-uh, I need you to abstain from that. Certain people... I need you to abstain from that. So in an environment, God says, I need you to abstain from that because that environment is, in fact, contributing to your toxicity. And that environment, watch me, it's not more important than your future. I wish I had somebody in the building and online that knew that what God had placed on the inside of them was greater than their, their current situation. I'm going to tell somebody your present is not permanent. I'm going to tell somebody what you're currently in, you will not stay stuck in. Come on, come on, somebody type it in the comments say divine detox divine it's the spiritual and natural process and period of time to abstain and to rid rid means there's certain things that are on you that you have to get off of you because toxic doesn't let you see right toxic doesn't let you smell or breathe right toxic doesn't let you be seen right and toxic look at this it's 100 degrees right now in a lot of cities you got all of this toxic equipment on so pay attention you're always uncomfortable because you have something that doesn't belong 
And for some of you, you're not even comfortable in your own skin. You're not even comfortable with any assignment you're given. You're not comfortable with any task you're given. Insecurity shows up. Fear shows up. Doubt shows up. It's because you've got all of this on. And God says, there's some things I just need you to rid yourself of. There's some things I need you to just take off because it doesn't fit your future. There's certain attitudes you got to take off because it doesn't fit your future. There's certain mentalities you got to take off because it doesn't fit your future. There's certain thoughts you got to take off because it doesn't fit your future. There's certain friends you got to get up off of you because they don't fit your future. There's certain environments you got to take off because it does not fit your future. Right? So it's a process and period of time, and that's why we've been doing it in this eighth month, because eight is the biblical number of a new beginning. And you got to hear me. I know there's only three days left in this calendar month, but I need you to hear me clearly. We've seen in the word of God that God can do something amazing in three days. It was three days later that when they thought it was over for him, they hung him high and they stretched him wide. He hung his head and for me and you, he died. But they thought it was over, but I'm so glad that he did not stay in that grave. And for some of you like Bishop, there's no way that by Wednesday everything could be different. I rebuke your doubt and I rebuke your fear. I'm going to tell you God can do more in one day than he's done in years. And what he hasn't done in years, you'll watch him do in one day. Please make this declaration. Say, let's detox together. Let's detox together. Eight is the biblical number of a new beginning. So we're detoxing this month. Because in the month of September, you're about to take off. Hear me clearly. I don't care if you're watching this in October, November, December. Whenever you're watching this, let this be prophecy to you. That whatever month you're in, let it be your detox. Because the month that's ahead is about to be your takeoff. God never lets you take off until you detox. So when you take off, you will not drop. You, I'm going to say it again. God never lets you take off before you detox because if you don't detox, you'll drop when you get to your next. And when you get there, you're going to stay there. You're not going to be a shooting star. You're not going to be somebody that had a, had a good moment, but that's all. You're not going to be some person that's just a blip in a, in, on the screen or a flash in the pan. I prophesy that his favor is for a lifetime for you, which means when God takes you up, you're going to stay up. I wish I had some people in this building and online that would just shout let's detox together so Wednesday we learned that one of the worst toxic influences can be toxic relationships so we began detoxing from toxic relationships and what's a relationship it's a decision and I taught you that you do not have to be in relationship with everybody because it's a decision to engage which means for some of you you can love people but not engage people what does that mean? Because once you recognize that somebody is toxic, once you recognize that somebody is not for you, once you recognize that somebody does not belong in your future, you have to make the decision to disengage. And for some of you, you got to hear me clearly that a relationship, it's a decision to engage in continued connection, association, or involvement. Continued connection, association, or involvement. Come on, say a relationship, a relationship. And Ephesians 4 teaches us that relationships are likened to joints in our body. The Bible says every joint with which it is equipped, which each part, when each part is working properly, it makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. And I taught you on Wednesday that relationships, pay attention, and each part, if it, each part is not working properly, then that means the relationship becomes toxic. If we'll go back, please. It says when each part is working properly, it makes the body grow, which means you can be in a relationship, but it not be working properly, which means the relationship has become toxic. Just because they're present doesn't mean that they're, that, watch me, that they're working properly. Just because someone is always around does not mean that they are not toxic. When each part is working properly, it makes the body grow. So every relationship, number one, it should work properly, which means it cannot and should not be toxic. Every relationship should be growing, which means you should be growing, they should be growing. Because if you all aren't growing together, it means you're growing apart. And let's be clear. This is not just romantic relationship. This is every relationship type, which means in your friendships, we should be growing. In your business partnerships, we should be growing. And in fact, here's how you know they're toxic when they criticize your growth. Let's talk. When they have a problem with the fact that you have outgrown some things. See, I want to preach to some people today where you can say there's some things I've outgrown. 
I've outgrown being negative. I've outgrown gossip. I've outgrown just going, sitting up, eating, but we ain't doing nothing productive. I've outgrown sitting around talking about people. No, let's talk about some ideas. Let's talk about some business. Let's talk about how you're going to help me and I'm going to help you. There's some things that I have outgrown. When each part is working properly, it makes the body grow so that it builds itself up. So a healthy relationship is always building up. Now, building is messy, which means if you've seen any construction site, you know that every construction site is not necessarily pretty, but it is purposeful, which means that the relationship as it's building one another up, as you are building one another up, that might not always be pretty, that might not always be perfect. Can I go further? You might not always like them in that moment. You might not always, you ready? You may not always want to be bothered with them in that moment. In fact, sometimes there's going to be people you love and you're going to say, you know what? I just, I just, you know what? You know what? I, okay, listen. All right. Just right now, it's a little, because a building and a construction site, sometimes the construction site isn't pretty, but it's purposeful. Let me help some of you all. Maybe it's not toxic. You've just never had a builder around you. You didn't say nothing to me right there. Maybe it's not toxic. You're just used to people that break down and don't build. And so you're used to people that let you get away with anything. But a builder's going to say, wait a minute, we got to talk about that. You're used to people that just let you be sloppy. But a builder says, no, we got to get this together. A builder will love you too much to leave you in the same state and condition that they met you in. I wish you look at somebody close to you and say, you need a builder. You need a builder. You Come on, drop that in the comments. You need a builder. You need a builder. I, it, it makes the body grow so that it builds itself up. Pay attention. When a relationship is healthy, it builds itself up. And how does it do it? In love. And love, watch me, is not always going to feel nice. Love is not always Jesus. He loved Peter. You know what he said to Peter? Get behind me, Satan. His love was telling Peter, you the devil. His love was telling Peter exactly how he was acting in that moment. But here's how you knew that Peter loved Jesus. He didn't leave him after he checked him. See, for some of you, you ready? The moment you are real with people, they all of a sudden want to reject and quit you. Which means this was toxic to begin with. Because I should have been able to tell you the truth about the situation and you not have decided that you was going to walk away. And I don't know who needs to hear this. If they walk away because they can't handle the truth, thank God they left now so you didn't invest anything further. I feel like preaching at this online experience this morning. The Bible says they went out from us because they were not of us. Because had they been of us, they would have remained with us. Translation, anybody that can leave you was never anybody that could stay with you. Because if you're really connected to me, even if you're mad, you're still connected. Even if you're frustrated, you're still connected. Even if you got an attitude for a second, you're still connected. That's me. When each part is working properly, it makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in what? In love. Pay attention. Relationships are like joints in your body which can develop arthritis. And what did I teach you on Wednesday? That arthritis can come for one of three reasons. See, Paul teaches us that natural things can teach us spiritual principles. So the first reason is age or use, which means for some of you, the reason that a relationship becomes toxic is because you have become used to them. And it's always easy to take home cooking for granted. Let's talk. It's always easy. If you're used to something, it's easy for you to begin to take it for granted. And don't be the type of person where you make it toxic and it's not toxic. You just are so used to them that you end up turning it into something that it doesn't have to be. Listen, value is still value even if you've had it for a while. A Rolls Royce is still a Rolls Royce even if you've had it for five years. Y'all ain't going to say that to me. And I'm not saying be materialistic. I'm saying the point is for some of you, the only reason that it feels like it's toxic the only reason that it feels like it's toxic is because you have become used to them. And do not be the type of person where God has to take it for you to appreciate it. Because for some of you, God says, since you didn't value a good friend, I'm going to give you some sloppy words and see how you like them. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Since you didn't value good leadership, I'm going to take good leadership from you. Y'all ain't going to say nothing? All right, let's go. Then number two, trauma. When trauma enters into the body uh, and joints that can develop arthritis. Same thing is true for relationship. Sometimes a person can go through trauma and now the relationship becomes toxic and it has nothing to do with you. It's because of their individual toxicity. Maybe they lose someone and so now they're afraid to lose someone else. So now they're afraid to love and they want to withhold and they want to draw back and you think it's personal. It's nothing personal. 
It's because trauma has entered. Maybe something uh, happens that shocks them and they get in an accident. They get a life-altering diagnosis. And so when trauma enters, it can make the situation toxic. But then we get to the third definition that I taught you on Wednesday, toxic infection. This means something from the outside has got on the inside that was never supposed to be there. And for some of you all, you have to make sure that who you say you love, you protect those relationships. Let me tell you something. You protect those relationships and you don't let stuff on the outside come on the inside and infect what's going on. For some of you, you let too many people in places they do not belong. And so you get infected. You let too many people give their opinion for what's happening in your house. So you got an infection. You let too many people give their opinion for what's happening in your marriage, so now you got an infection. You let too many people give their opinion between you and your pastor, and so now there's an infection. You let too many people inject themselves, and when they inject themselves, they bring an infection. So what happens is that arthritis in the natural, what the body does is the body attacks itself, and it self-destructs. And this principle is the same thing. But what happens in a relationship is that it will attack itself and it will self-destruct. But I pray and prophesy over your life that you're about to have a series of relationships between now and the end of the year. And some are already present, some are coming. Some are present and 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 some are coming. And they will be toxic free. And they will be toxic free and they will be toxic free. You're about to have people that get you. You're about to have people that push you. You're about to have people that support you. You're about to have people that lift you up. In Jesus' name, if you agree with that, say yes, Lord. So I taught you on Wednesday, we're almost to where we're going, that relationships, one of the number one ways that you can deal uh, with arthritis is vitamin C because relationships become toxic when they lack these seven doses of vitamin C. See, like natural vitamin C in our body, Vitamin C uh, spiritually or in relationships is necessary for you to avoid toxicity. Why are there seven? Seven is the biblical number of completion. It's the biblical number of shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. So when I have these seven doses, what's going to be my relationship status? Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. What's going to be your friendship status? Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. See, I'm here to tell some of y'all relationships don't have to be drama all the time. Relationships don't have to be fussing and fighting all the time. Relationships don't be you having to defend yourself against who should defend you. I'm going to tell some of y'all your relationships are about to get better. Come on, can you just, if you're in the building, reach over and touch two people and say your relationships are about to get way better. Online, drop it in the comments. Your relationships are about to get way better. Let's go. So what are the seven doses of vitamin C? Number one, clarity. Why does this relationship exist? If you don't have a why, you'll never fight for the what. And the why has to be more than just we like each other. It has to be more than that. And this is in any relationship context. Why are we friends? Why are we business? How are you business partners with somebody that can't do business? That is not a good why. There's no clarity. Well, you know, we just had the idea together. Well, that doesn't mean that they should partner together because there's no clear why. Number two, Christ. I taught you on Wednesday that the Bible says, how can you be partners or relation in any type of relationship with someone that rejects God? Now, this is very different than them not knowing God and you introducing them to God. And that's different to somebody that says, I don't do church. I don't do God. I ain't into none of that. Well, my question is, how do you prioritize them over your God? Because I want to see them have a heaven to put you in. I want to see them have a hell to put you in. I want to see them heal your body. I want to see them provide for you. I want to see them. How in the world would you pick a person over your, the Prince of Peace? How in the world would you pick a relationship over our God? Number three, clear communication. Um, it's possible for you to think you're a great communicator and not be. You're great. You're just an AM station. I remember years ago, there was a gospel AM station in Colorado. It was the only one. And, and, and when the sun would start to go down, that gospel station, literally, it started all this interference. You could barely hear. And, and, and watch me. There were shows that were playing. Listen to me. And they were playing even though nobody could clearly hear them. Hmm. And some of you, you think you're a great communicator, but you're communicating in a way that nobody is able to understand because you communicate with nonverbals. 
And you expect people to pick up on your vibe. You expect people to pick up on what you should have knew. No, you should have said something. Because clear communication means you open your mouth and you speak. And for some of you, clear communication has been difficult because when you were a child, you got in trouble for clearly communicating. But I pray that God would open your mouth so that as an adult you can communicate clearly. Let's go. Number four, contribution. There's nothing worse than being in a relationship with somebody that doesn't contribute anything. It's, it's, it's not symbiotic, which means you're doing all the giving, you're doing all the helping, you're doing all the praying, you're doing everything, and they're not doing anything. See, a relationship that has equal contribution, it may not be that we contrib contribute the same thing, but it means that we're both contributing. See, if you're good with money, but they're good with with uh, 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 with cleanliness, and that's not your thing, right? Which you need to pray that that becomes your thing. But if that's not your thing, then this means we're not necessarily giving the same thing, but we're giving equal amounts of different things. There's nothing worse than being connected to somebody and it's one-sided. And that will not be your relationships from this day forward. Come on, y'all. Number five, character. Character, who are they really? If they are a liar to somebody else, they're going to lie to you. One of the worst things you could do is think that you are exempted from the character that they display to somebody else. If they lie to somebody else, they're going to lie to you. If they cheat on somebody else, they're going to cheat on you. If they, watch me, if they're half doing things with somebody else, they're going to half do things with you. You need people with character. Number six, chemistry. Do you even like them? I talked to you on Wednesday, Amos 3.3 says that how can two walk together unless they've agreed on where they're going? For some of you, because relationships are a decision, you literally have to decide that you may, you may love somebody, but there's no chemistry. And let me go here for my single people. Just because y'all's pictures look nice together on Instagram, and just because you feel good about that does not mean that there's any chemistry. Chemistry means that, watch me, that we work well together. Chemistry means that when we get around one another, things flow, things move. When we get around one another, you can complete my sentence. You know what I'm thinking. I know what you're thinking. You with me. I'm with you. We going this thing and we doing it together. Chemistry is important because without chemistry, whenever you combine two things that don't go together, what do you get in chemistry? An explosion. And for some of you, you keep saying the devil. That wasn't the devil. That was a lack of chemistry. Let's start. That wasn't Satan attacking you. That was a lack of chemistry. And finally, the seventh dose was competency. Competency. Do they have the capacity to actually produce what it is that I want? Uh, and I taught you on Wednesday. For many of you, you are a sapiosexual. This means that you are attracted to intellect. You need more than just a cute smile. You, you're going to have to say something to me. You need more than just having a nice body. It's plenty of nice bodies. I, I'm not concerned about your body, but can you do anything for my brain? Can you say anything for my mind? Can you do something that stimulates, watch me, stimulates me beyond a moment, but it turns into movement because the conversation was so good that it made me look at myself and made me realize that there was more and there was greater for me to do. You need all seven doses. Drop a seven in the comments. In the building, touch somebody. So you need all seven doses, all those keep a relationship healthy, but where do we end on Wednesday? That toxic relationships only happen because of toxic people, because a relationship is simply the two people that are in them. Whether that's a friendship, that's a relationship romantically, it's a business partnership, it's a family relationship, and there are three people profiles that I want to teach you this morning and in this message that I'm going to teach you those three people profiles. And tonight in Atlanta, I'm going to teach you the four um, toxic people patterns. So this is part one. Tonight will be part two. But let's jump into these three people profiles. You ready? I've talked them before, but I'm going to give you some nuance and I'm going to go a little bit more in depth. Three people profiles. Number one, milk. Milk people. And you need to know this. Milk isn't really for adults. Um, in, fact, um, in fact, many adults... Uh, are lactose intolerant and the reason for that is because uh, there's those that can consume milk as adults it's actually a mutation in your DNA that allows you to be able to consume milk because uh, adult DNA is not supposed to consume milk it's actually for infants it's for children which which means this milk people always want you to wait for them to mature they want you to wait for them to get it together. They want you to wait on them. And here's what you need to know. Nobody has to wait on you to get it together. Nobody has to wait on you to mature. If you want to run with the big dogs, you better come with some big running. Because nobody has to wait on you to mature. 
is the next characteristic of milk. Next characteristic is this, that milk people, watch me, it spoils over time. Which means if a person, if their personal, personal profile is that of milk, they only, watch me, they're only good short term. They spoil over time. Time passes and nothing improves with them. You can have a million conversations and nothing gets better. Because when you're milk, the only thing you want to do is look the part, but, but when we taste you, we recognize you're not the part. You spoil over time. Here's the next thing. Spoil milk, how do you recognize it? It changes consistency. So when a person is a milk person, watch me, they become inconsistent. They become undependable. And they become slow to get things done. And for some of you, you have people in your life and you're like, so-and-so used to be consistent. What happened? They're milk. So-and-so used to be dependable. What happened? They're milk. So-and-so used to get things done quickly. What happened? They're milk. And milk spoils over time. Let's go to the next. Um, um, it has discoloration. Now, this is important because a milk person, they no longer look at you the same. You see, it's not just they look different. They no longer look at you the same. They used to respect you. Let's talk. They, they used to honor you. Let's talk. They used to go out of their way to make sure, but once a person is milk, they begin to look at you differently because there's a discoloration. Oh my God, is this helping anybody? <laughs> Lastly, a milk person, sour milk, spoiled milk, has a sour smell. So when you're dealing with milk, they always have a negative attitude. They have a sour attitude. Uh, you show up, good morning. Hmm. How you have an attitude in a day just getting started? How do you have an attitude and things are just getting going? Because they are a milk person. And when you consume spoiled milk, and here's the key part right through here. When you consume spoiled milk, which means I have a choice in the matter. See, sometimes you need to recognize that a person is milk and simply say, I choose not to engage with you because the relationship is a decision. Which means, watch me, I'm not coming to your house. I'm not coming to your barbecue. I'm not eating with you. I'm not doing, I'm not engaging with you because if I consume this spoiled milk, here's what's going to happen to me. Number one, stomach pain. What is that? I can't consume something new because of something old. And for some of you, God's trying to send new people into your life. But spoiled milk has got you suspicious of everybody. Spoiled milk has got you not being able to trust anybody. Next, nausea. This means you want to throw up. So when you consume spoiled milk, when you deal with spoiled milk people and milk people, literally you can't keep anything down. Let me translate. You can't finish what you start because you're surrounded by people that have become sour. Let's go to the next one. Vomiting. This means you have an uncontrolled flow. And for some of you, when you get around milk people, you, listen, what happens is that you lose control. You get out of character. You start acting crazy. You were dependable, but now you're not dependable, and it's not even because of you, it's because of them. You are uncontrolled. And for some of you, you've been trying to figure out why am I acting this way? It's because you're around some milk people. But today... Come on, let me teach you in the building and online. When I say but today, you got to drop it in the comments. And for those of you with me here, uh, while we're doing this, you got to just say that thing with some authority. That means I'm putting a period on this because today something's about to change in me. On three, holla, but today. One, two, three, but today. All right, these last one, last two are kind of interesting. When you consume spoiled milk, diarrhea. What does this mean? Mess with no progress. Mess with no progress. There's a lot of mess that happens when you deal with milk people, but there's no progress. There's a lot of mess. It's a whole lot of meetings, but no progress. It's a whole lot of conversations with no progress. You have 44 texts with them, and ain't nothing changed. Because there's a lot of mess with no progress. Finally, food poisoning. Po pay attention. Poison simply is spoiled milk that you kept. It's spoiled milk that you kept. So, so let's go to the next type of person, personal profile, poison. Somebody say poison. poison. It's a series that we've been in. It's a series we've been in all month. What's interesting about poisonous people is they might be pleasurable at first. Poisonous people, it might be pleasurable at first. It might be good at first. It might feel good at first. You might think it's good at first, but it's not long term. Pay attention, a poison person causes death, injury, or harm. 
How do they do that? By chemical reaction, after you absorb a sufficient quantity, now here's what's significant, is that a poisoned person, if you're, if you're not careful, it can become chronic because it happens over time, which means it builds up over time. See, when you're around a poisonous person and, and they keep gaslighting you and they keep lying and they keep this and they keep that and they keep this and they keep that, eventually it, it can poison you because there's a sufficient quantity that's built up on the inside of you. Acute means it's real quick. There's some people you can look at and you can quickly tell this is a poisonous person. This person, caution, caution, this person does not belong in my future. And I need you to hear me clearly that whenever you are dealing with poisonous people, you can tell because everything that they do dies. They have no long-standing victories. <laughs> everything they do dies. Everything they do injures somebody. Every, nothing that they do heals anybody. It's always injurious to people. Here's the next, that it harms people. In other words, when you're dealing with a poisonous person, there are body bags. There's body bags everywhere. How do you know you're dealing with a poisonous person? Because when you talk to them, they're never wrong for any of their past failed relationships. How do you know you're dealing with a poisonous person? It's always somebody else. It's not, uh-uh. They ain't had four husbands, and it's just four husbands' fault. It ain't hers. They've had 45 best friends, and it's the best friend's fault. It's not theirs. How do you know you're dealing with a poisonous person? It's because when they talk about their past, they don't talk about it from a place of being healed. They talk about it from a place of bitterness and grief. You got to hear me. You got to hear me. And here's the last type of person profile, a wine person. And these are the type of people you're about to have in your life. These are the people you're about to have in your life. Because, see, milk and poison people, milk and poison people, they're like these people that are over here playing, playing dominoes. Milk, milk and poison people. Milk and poison people, and you're going to understand these tonight. We got a pig over there. We, we got a dog over there. We got, uh-oh. Because some of your friends, I'll let the prop speak for itself. Listen, you ready? You ready? Poison people, everything to them is a game. Milk people, Everything to them is a game. Nothing is ever taken serious. Nothing is ever real. Nothing is ever a big deal. Nothing is ever taken serious. And you got to hear me. When you're called by God, you cannot be careless about the people that are in your life. I'm going to say it again. You are called by God. So you can't be sitting at the table with a bunch of stuffed animals. Y'all ain't going to sit down with a bunch of people that are full of nothing but a bunch of mess and junk and drama. I pray and prophesy that your life, you're about to have non-toxic people in your life that are going to build you up, that are going to encourage you, and that you're going to be able to do the same thing for them, which is this last type of person, a wine person. This is a person profile. Wine is sweet, listen to this, with some bitter notes. Now, this is important because it's not perfect, but it's also not poisonous. Some of you are looking for perfection in people. And the moment anything goes wrong, I'm done. Shut your mouth. It's not going to be perfect, but it's also not poisonous. Okay? The finest of wines are sweet, but there's some bitter notes in that wine. Here's, here's, these last two things are going to make me shout. It requires carpentry. Wine takes work. See, for wine, you got to, one, grow the grapes. Once you grow the grapes, you got to pick the grapes. Once you pick the grapes, then you have to crush the grapes. Once you crush the grapes, then you have to store the juice. Once you store the juice, now you have to leave it for a period of time. Wine takes work. Wine requires carpentry. And for a wine person, pay attention, they're always doing the work. They're always doing the work on themselves. They're always doing the work in people they're connected with. These are the people that watch me because they know they don't remember birthdays. They put them in their phone or write them down because they're doing the work. 
Y'all not talking. These are the people that they're always bettering themselves. They listen into the messages, not once, but multiple times because they're doing the work. These are the people that are making sure they do what's necessary because wine people always do the work. And I'm so glad. Watch me. You're not milk. I'm so glad you're not poison. I'm so glad you're a wine person. I am doing the work to get better. If you know your wine, in the comments, just type, I'm a wine person. In the building, you touch somebody say, you're a wine person. I'm, I'm doing the work that it takes. I'm not just sitting back waiting on God to do for me what I can do for myself. I'm doing the work. I'm putting in the effort because wine people always want to see things work. Wine people always want to see things work. Shout, I'm a wine person. Wine takes work. Wine takes work. But wine, look at this, it improves over time which means a wine person, you can see improvement over time. How are you still dealing with the same struggle, in, watch me, for multiple years? How are you still dealing with the same trauma, the same problem for multiple years? Because, see, if you're not improving over time, this means that maybe you've slipped into being a little poisonous. Maybe you've slipped into being a little milk. And I'm here to tell you today, you got to come up out of that because you are a wine person. You must improve over time. Here's your shout. You may not be where you want to be but wine people can thank god i'm not where i is there anybody in this building or online beside me that can say i'm trying to get over there and i'm not there yet but i'm not where i started either and step by step day by day i'm getting better i'm getting better i'm getting wiser i'm getting smarter i'm getting more spiritual please i'm almost done open your mouth and shout i'm a wine person Milk, wine, poison. Milk, wine, poison. So question, because relationships are only toxic because people are toxic. So when you, when you do this, you have to recognize. Y'all remember that from back in the day? You better recognize. Well, you better recognize. Which are they? Here's the question. Which are you? It's possible to be milk in one thing and wine in another thing. It's possible to be milk with one person but wine with another person. Which means... Which means one seems toxic and the other doesn't. Which are they and which are you? You have to recognize. First Thessalonians 5 to the 1. Test everything. Which means I have to believe your patterns, not in your potential. See, moments lie. Patterns don't. You can have a great moment. And let's tell the truth. You can have a horrible moment. Right? But your pattern is this is how you perform over time. This is how you act over time. This is how you do things over time. And so once we see patterns, patterns have to be believed. So the Bible says test everything, hold fast, or keep what is good. And watch me. If he says keep what is good, this means you need to release or reroute what isn't. And by look at me because we're just about done. See, for some, they're poison. You need to release them. If there's poisonous parts of you, you need to release them. You ready? Because it's easy to listen to a message like this and look at all of the people in your life. But sometimes the first thing you need to do is get a mirror. And while you're getting these selfies, you just need to do a selfie and check yourself before you wreck yourself. Okay, let's go. Hold fast. Keep what is good. All right? But this also means release. Watch this. Or reroute what isn't. Which means there are certain people you need to say, I had you in this. Uh, bring me a chair. Uh, bring me a chair. Matter of fact, bring me two chairs. Two chairs. Two chairs. Two chairs. Come on. Two chairs. Two chairs. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Two chairs. Two chairs. Two chairs. All right. Set them down for me. All right. Two chairs. Two chairs. All right. Here we go. There's some people you, 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 you had them right next to you. But once you discover that you, watch me, you are not wine. You are milk or worse yet, you're poison, then what I need to do is I need to get you from being in this place. Now, I may still have to deal with you based on the context of how I interact with you, which means, watch me, I may not be able to get you out of my life, but I can certainly change where you sit in my life. Y'all better talk to me. And for some of y'all, there are people that are in your life that you've got them right next to you, but that's too close for poison. You got them right next to you, that's too close for spoiled milk, which means, you ready? I need to put some distance between us. 
So no, you're not going to get instantaneous responses the way you used to. I need to put some distance between us. You're not going to get me to run to your rescue the way I used to. I need to put some distance between us. I need to reroute you because when I discover that you are poison, when I discover that you are milk, I may not be able to get you off my stage, but I can get you away from me though. I may not be able to get you from out of my life, but I can change the seat that you occupy in my life. And for some of y'all, God says you need to just put them over there because they've been too close to you. All they drama is your drama. All they mess is your mess. And you need to release them and say, go on over there. Do me a favor. Let's act like we're from the deep south. Just touch somebody in the building. You type it in the comments online. Say, go on over there. Go on over there. Go on over there. Go on over there. Because you're too close to me. And you're infecting me. You're too close to me. And you, I, I, one of the things, uh, you know, you've been on a full plane. I'm done. You've been on a full plane. And there's, let me have a third chair. You've been on a full plane. You've been on a full plane. And on that full plane, on that full plane, all right, you ready? On that full plane, you got somebody here. And, and you were hoping to God. Where the honest people at online? You, ready? you were like, Jesus, please. Now, see, some of y'all are, 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 are window people. I don't, don't want to sit next to the window. I don't want to sit next to the window. You know why? Because the moment I hear that, bing, I'm up out my seat. Put me on the, I'm over here. I'm over here. Put me on the aisle. Put me on the aisle. All right? So you sitting down, you looking. You know, if you like me, I have a whole routine. I have my wipes. I've wiped down everything. You know, we've already cleaned the plane. I can't trust who could. I didn't see her clean the plane. I didn't see him clean the plane. I'm about to make sure this plane is clean. I got my wipes. I got everything clean. I'm wiping. I'm doing everything that I need to do. I'm getting everything together. And then I just sit there and I'm waiting. That's okay. And then somebody may be over there. Okay, great. And I'll be thinking, Lord Jesus, Lord, please. Lord, please. Lord, I love people, but I just really... I really, I really need this tray for my snacks. Listen, <laughs> I need to use this tray for my snacks. I need, I want to put my bag up under here. I want my feet to be able to go all, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I don't want anybody to sit right, it don't matter what class you sit in, whether it's first class, coach, comfort plus, whatever it is, Lord, please. And then you ever had that person get in the middle? And they're not, they're not a respectful middle person. Like, you know you're in the middle, so I'm going to need you to just get a little, just be respectful. Like, you can't hog up both of the armrests, y'all. Okay, am I the only one that thinks this way? You can't take both of them. Now, I'm going to put my arms out. Now, you ain't going to take both of them. Watch me. They just all laid, all laid out, and then they just, they just, I'm like, can you? And then the worst ones, come here. The worst ones. Worst ones when they sit down. <laughs> oh, they doing all this coughing. No mask. Just coughing and hacking and breathing and breathing real heavy. And I'm like, so then I'll reach in my bag, put my mask on. Pay attention, because some people in your life, when they become poison and when they're milk, they are too close to you. And now you can't enjoy your ride. You can't enjoy your journey, not because of your seat, but because you've got somebody next to you that shouldn't belong in that seat. Oh, my God. But I need you to open up your mouth and say, but the rest of my days... I will have wine relationships. Here's what has to happen. You have to recognize so then you can determine whether you need to release or reroute. If you don't, you'll repeat. How many more bottles of poison, 99 bottles of poison in your life, 99 bottles of poison, you take one down, you pass it one down, whatever. How many more poisonous people do you need before you learn the lesson? How many more milk people do you need before you learn the lesson? Proverbs 26 11. A fool doing something, a stupid thing 
A second time is like a dog returning to its own vomit. I just heard that they do it too. Gross. Listen. <laughs> listen. Listen. A fool doing some stupid thing a second time is like a dog going back to its vomit. Everybody look at me. We're done. Everybody look at me. How many more times do you have to have the same lesson when it comes to people? So watch me. Watch me. How many more times do you have to go through the same? There's only three person the types. Either they're milk, they're poison, or they're wine. And I pray that God give you the ability to recognize so then you'd be able to either reroute or release them in this building and online. I just want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, I pray that I would detox from toxic people. I will not be a fool doing a stupid thing a second time. The rest of this year will be the best in my people choices. Ooh, that's good. In Jesus' name. With your heads bowed, eyes closed. If you need to become a Christian today, today's your day. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful, today's your day. Thirdly, if you like Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand, but I want to be sure today, wherever you're at, in this building or online, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, on three, online, you're just going to do that hand wavy emoji, or say it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Black, white, tall, short, everybody's included, nobody's excluded. One, two, three, if that's you, you do that hand wavy emoji, or you say it's me, right where you're at, right where you're at. The gospel is good news. The good news is that 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body died so that you and I could have life and life more abundantly. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, Give me the grace to get back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer, take that phone out. Scan the QR code on the screen or text Harvest to 55498. You're going to enter the option for salvation. I want to get a message into your hands called What Next to teach you what to do now that you've given your life to the Lord. Secondly, some of you are already saved, but you need a shepherd. You know I'm your shepherd. You don't have to live in Denver or Atlanta. You can live anywhere across America, around the world, and be a part of the Harvest family. We're a hybrid church, so you, most harvesters, believe it or not, have never actually ever been in a building. To God be the glory for being a hybrid church. We didn't even know what we were doing. We started doing this before coronavirus, and God has certainly been good to us. If I'm your shepherd, Bishop, how do I know you're my shepherd? That's how you know. Sheep know the voice of their shepherd. When I speak, something in you comes alive. When I speak, something in you begins to ask questions. When I speak, it challenges you. When I speak, you hear God talking to you because God uses me as a vessel to speak to you. All you have to do is text HARVEST to 55498 or scan that QR code, enter the option for Join Harvest Search. Listen, if you came in late, you weren't able to give, get your giving ready. If you want to sow the seal, you get that ready. Here's our seed today for Proverbs 2611. That's our seed. 2611, that's our seed, 2611. Now you can do $261, you can do $62, you can do whatever, whatever you do, but put those numbers in it. Put those numbers in it. And here's the name of this seed, no toxic people. <laughs> no toxic people. No toxic people, that's the name of this seed. I'm giving right now, I use text to give. You can use text to give, text the amount to 84321, tap the link. In a Harvest Church, when you see the V, that's where you want to be. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of that's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. You can even mail it in, P.O. Box 441004, Aurora, Colorado, 844. All of the giving methods are there on the screen. I love you, Sunday. Again, pray tonight's going to be an amazing, an amazing night in Atlanta. Again, if you're in Atlanta, you got to meet me in that building. You've got to meet me in that building. That's tonight, 6 o'clock Eastern Time. All the information's right there. Text Harvest to 55498 or scan the QR code 4479, Atlanta Road, Southeast. Isn't that something that God would have us on Atlanta Road in Atlanta? 
Come on. You got your giving ready? Lift it towards the Lord. And let's make this declaration. Say, I seal this word that I've heard. Say, I believe that I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm a faithful giver. Therefore, I flourish. All things work together for my good. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, let's give now. Some of you, maybe you're not familiar with this concept of sowing the seal. Up until May of 2022, we never did it. But in May of 2022, the Lord spoke to me and he said, son, every message, every prayer, every service, I want you to challenge the people to give a specific seed and to name it. And I'm going to begin to release wealth into the hands of the people of harvest. And that's exactly what God has been doing. Where's that at in the Bible, Bishop? 1 Samuel chapter 9, amongst several other places, when the word spoke directly to them from Samuel, the man of God, to Saul, they sealed it with a seed. Anytime you want to seal something, you put a seed on it. But here's what's crazy. If the seal is a seed, but the seed is a start, that means the seal is actually a start of me seeing the manifestation of what I sowed into. I'm going to back it up and say it again. If the seal is a seed, but a seed is a start, that means the seed is the beginning of the manifestation of what I just sowed into. So it's not the ending. It means I'm going to see this thing manifest in my life. Because you're about to start picking different people. And you're going to watch your life change. For some of you, it's just one person that's close to you that's milk that you just need to get out this seat. For some of you, it's just one person that's poison that you just need to get out of this seat. So you need to reroute them. Just say, no, mm, you can't sit over here. Go sit over there. You just can't have this. You can't be this close to me anymore. Because my future is too important to risk it on your attitude. You got to hear me. Amen. All right. I'll see y'all tonight in Atlanta. Listen, I'll be online for a meet and greet on Instagram. It's the after experience after party on Instagram on the Bishop Foreman IG. I can't wait to see you there. And just like I normally would, a meet and greet if we were in the building. Of course, we're online today only. I love you, everybody. Let's do it together. Love God, love people, and love life. Go on the shalom of God. I'll see you online from Atlanta and in the building in Atlanta tonight. Hallelujah. I love you. Shalom. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you and our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews. So you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R 10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.